and welcome to the Meeting Your Soul podcast. Thank you, thank you, thank you for being here. I'm so, so, so grateful. I really mean that from the bottom of my heart. I appreciate you listening. I appreciate you showing up. I appreciate you um, taking, going out on a limb and listening to this maybe for the first time. I have designed this podcast as a way to be able to help share the uh, obstacles that I'm overcoming as I gain a deeper understanding to who I am and how I want to show up within the world in the most authentically way possible while honoring my dharma, honoring my purpose and why I truly feel like I'm intended to be here and to be able to share the gifts that I have with the world around me from the most genuine and centered place possible. And that is why today's episode is all about how to show up authentically and the benefits and also the struggles that I've experienced in the pursuit of that. And a lot of people, especially with, you know, creating this pod was a huge, um, something that I really had to overcome to be comfortable, to be able to share my opinion, share my thoughts, be able to share what's going on with me in this very casual and candid way was a major hurdle for me. And, uh, so that's also why I'm so grateful for when people do tune in, when they give me positive feedback where I feel like I am positively impacting the world around me because that's ultimately what matters most to me. And what I feel like is one of my gifts is to be able to be really um, honest about what I'm going through, but from a place of self-reflection, not in a way that's kind of self-deprecating, or at least I try not to be. I've lived my life that way for too long. So I have kind of tried to heal those parts of me and um, to be able to really just hold space and to be able to connect in a very um, um, heartfelt way. And I think that that's what we're all striving for. That's what we're all craving is more genuine connections. And those come few and far between these days. And I'm so extremely fortunate to have an incredible group of friends and people that surround me that um, see the true me and love the true me. And I don't know what I would do without them. So if you are one of those friends, you know who you are and you're listening, thank you. I am immensely, immensely grateful for you within my life. And I would not be where I am, especially within all the things I've overcome within the last few years without them. So, oh my God, those are going to make me cry. I am, I, I, my, um, my friends and my family have been so, um, supportive of me as I've gone through some major transitions and, um, you know, not always known where I was going to land, you know, and having faith, um, has kind of been this major, um, hurdle and lesson that I've learned within the last year. If you listen to my last podcast, you know, that's one of them. Um, and I have have to say that I don't think I would have been able to maintain that level of faith and dedication to the path that I've been on if it wasn't for the people around me. And I know that the only way I was able to attract and have those people within my life is through being authentic. And that's what I would say is the biggest benefit for me personally and why I value authenticity above all else is because it's aligned me with the people that I was meant to meet. It's connected me with um, like-minded individuals who also speak from their hearts, that also are fierce, that are compassionate, um, that are silly and are always laughing, but at the same time, like know who they are and then are able to share that and articulate their opinions and thoughts with the people around them from a place of confidence and from a place of love too. And I am extremely extremely, extremely fortunate to have a solid foundation around me within that world. And I have 
to know that um, if I hadn't have done the work leading up to that, I wouldn't be able to have access um, to those parts of me to be able to show up fully when I do meet those people. Because I think making new friends, um, expanding your friend group, um, even developing deeper connections with your family members, um, people that, you know, you've been around your whole life, but do they really know you and what you're up to and who you are and what's important to you? And the only way for you to know that is to recognize that within yourself and to be able to share that and to find the commonalities, to find those similarities, and then to be able to forge a deeper bond with that person because of those things. And I um, would say that so much of the last few years and really my entire life, I've been, um, you know, I just did a breathwork exercise a few weeks back and so much of it was around like recognizing how far I've come, not just within the last few years, but as a whole throughout my entire life. And I encourage you to also take a moment or two just to really reflect on that. Like, what have you overcome? What are some moments that probably weren't pleasurable, you know, like that were probably pretty difficult, that were things that built character, that helped you understand your resiliency, that um, helped remind you of your strength, of your power, and also then hopefully maybe even cleared the path for who are the people that stood by you during those times? Who are those people that showed up for you fully? Who are the people that really loved on you when you really needed it? And it's really easy to be there when someone's up riding a high or things are great, but when shit's not going so well and like it's going real south real fast, like who are the people that stood by you? And I am like, I can't even express how I, how like how much of an impact that those people have made within my life. Because over the years, especially friends I've been with for like 20 plus years, my good friend Tori, I've known since middle school. Um, we've been, we literally like borderline love lived together. We've spent more time together. I think we calculated, it was like 10 years. And we had spent like a week apart in over 10 years or something like crazy like that. She is my sister. She's truly, I view her as a family member and her family is my family. And, um, but those are the people that like, she's my ride or die, man. She's been there for me for everything. And she's been there even within the most recent challenges and just a huge support for me. And I have other friends that then I've, you know, expanded upon and like aligned with and that really see me and all of my fullness um, as I evolved. Cause I think we're also constantly changing. So I think it's so critical to have those, you know, those rooted people that have been for you, there for you forever. And that can also be family members, you know? Um, my sisters, my mom, you know, my dad, my aunt, like I have so many, um, my, cu my cousins, my niece, like I have so my nephews, like I have so many great people around me that see me fully, you know, and even if I don't talk to them all the time, they know that I love them. And that's because when I do show up for them, I show up for them as authentically and truly as I possibly can. And that has not always been the case. I've also been places where I just wasn't in a good headspace and I just like removed myself. I isolated myself. I um, put on a smile. I put on a fake face because I couldn't deal with it. I couldn't deal with life. And I was like, you know what? I don't want to burden these people. I don't want to make them feel like they um, need to support me. Like, I don't want to feel like I need, like they need to do work when they're with me. Like I'm supposed to be the relief for people. I'm supposed to make people feel better. I'm supposed to help there. I'm supposed to hold space for others. And um, obviously that is rooted we'll go back to childhood for that one, of why I felt like I needed to do that and why I couldn't receive the same love and support that I was receiving from so many other people. 
or that I was offering to so many other people. And I really encourage you to just notice if you're more of one to give or are you okay with receiving and to take and neither is good or bad. I want to start off by saying that, but there is a balance of both. And I think if you're on either side of that spectrum to recognize what your more, your inclination is towards and to just be mindful to kind of teeter from side to side. And also within your relationships, it's so easy to take people for granted, um, to be able to show up and to give, and then also to receive and to see that exchange of both energies and how that also really galvanizes relationships and forges a bond that is unbreakable. And I'm truly grateful for those unbreakable bonds within my life. And the reason why I keep drilling this in, and I just got a little bit of a tangent there, but it's really because I recognize again that I wouldn't have these relationships. I wouldn't be able to connect with the people the, the way that I do if I wasn't hundred percent myself, because if people don't really see you, if I didn't really know me, then how is someone going to really see me? And allowing yourself to be seen in the messy moments, in the moments that aren't perfectly calculated and planned are the times where you really recognize who's meant to be in your life and who's not meant to be in your life. And so I think that the more time you take in order to be able to gain that deeper understanding of what your value systems are. I have another podcast on this and like the value of authenticity, feel free to check it out. Like, and I'll go deeper into this, but like to recognize who you are, to recognize your value systems, to be able to kind of own your unique quirks is really important because then you see the fullness of who you are. And then you're also able to see others in their fullness. Like if one of your friends makes a mistake and you're kind of in your mind judging them for that, like, oh, I knew they seem so perfect and they totally fucked that up and I knew that they would. Girl, that is, turn that around on yourself. Like you're doing that because you judge yourself. Like if you see someone that doesn't, um, everything, you know, in their life, maybe they're struggling, they're having a really difficult, challenging time within their life. Like, are you there for them or are you shying away from them? You know, and if you have your own stuff going on, I get that too. And you can only hold space and boundaries are critical in order for sustainability within your own energy and with also being able to recognize who you can show up for and how much you can. And as a mama, I get that even more because girl, we only have so much time and energy to be able to exert within the world around us. So I understand that. So boundaries honor you, but I do want to like propose like really kind of focusing in on like who are, who is around you that helps you be a bigger, better, fuller version of you. And then those are the people that you sync up. That's your tribe. That's your community. And it doesn't have to be a large group of people. It doesn't have to be a massive, um, sur- like a massive group. It just can be like, honestly, a handful of people is more than enough. And like, that can be your people that remind you of who you are, that remind you of, um, what you stand for within the world. They remind you of your power. They remind you of your strengths. They also are going to have those difficult conversations with you when you might be doing a little shady shit, or you might be up to no good, or you might just be making mistakes like we all do, or, um, you know, just like not being in our fullness, you know, and, but those are the people that you want to have in your corner. Those are the people that you want to talk to about it. Those are the people that you want to be able to hold close to you because they're going to be the ones that are going to help lift you back up so that you can come back. Everything's a phase. Everything's kind of flowing through. So it doesn't mean that they are, um, 
not everyone's meant to be in your life forever. Not everyone's meant in your life to be there for every season. Um, and sometimes people really are only there for a short period of time. And that's exactly what they were supposed to be there for. And that's okay too. Um, but I think that the more true and honest you are with who you are, the better and more, um, solid the friendships and the relationships that you'll form with the people around you. So first and foremost, the biggest benefit that I've received from um, learning about myself, becoming more authentic and true to who I am is the bonds that I've built with the people around me, especially like, I won't lie to you guys, right before I got divorced, there was only a handful of people that even know I was having trouble with my ex straight up. Like no one knew, no one knew, no one knew. So I didn't tell anyone that I was going through one of the most challenging times in my life because I felt like I couldn't, like I couldn't admit to myself even probably, honestly, that I was going through this and that we had always been so good. We've always been so solid. We were always that couple. And then we were no longer that. And I felt so much shame around that and kind of where our lives were like catapulting us that I like did not know how to handle it. But the moment that I stepped out of that, the moments that I let myself be seen by the people around me, they showed up so great. They showed up in a heartbeat for me. And there were some people that couldn't and that's okay, but there was a lot of people that did. And even as I like then continued to build confidence and just to get a better awareness of who I was, I really leaned into like my fullness at the same time. So then I'm going through this really challenging time, but at the same and coinciding with that, I'm recognizing my power. I'm like owning my shit. I'm able to articulate. I'm speaking more authentically. I'm talking from my heart and my soul. I'm dressing in a way that's more aligned with how I feel like I was always really meant to dress on the interior, but like I was scared to be seen. I was scared to stand out. Like so much of our lives, I think we're taught to fit in. We're taught to fit into this mold, into this box. And the moment that you break down that motherfucking box and you are just you, like that's when your unique expression gets like literally transmitted into the world and you wake something, you shake people in a way that just you can't unless you recognize your own power and strength. And that is that feminineness. And I say this specifically with women. I know that that is also true for men, but within a woman, when she recognizes her power and she stands in it, there is something so powerful and so profound about it that I just, and I heard this from so many people when I was going through this major life change and everyone's like, it's so beautiful to watch you unfold to bloom. And I was like, I didn't even recognize cause I was also like crying by myself half the time. <laughs> like in the middle of the night, like my life is falling apart. So I was going through my own stuff, but, and I, and I was definitely allowing people into that side of it too. But, um, then there's also people that were like, just to watch your brilliance is amazing. Like it's inspiring. And I was like, wow, like I'm recognizing by me just like sharing my story. And then I created this podcast. I started being more honest and real and really raw within my social media. I was able then to be able to really pull others in to be able to say like, we're not alone in this. Like we all have our moments. We all have our struggles, but we all like also can own our shit. We can all be like sassy and we can like be confident and we can snap our fingers and we can hold our little selves to be able to like honor the, um, 
the the realness of who we are meant to be within this world and when we honor that we then also encourage others to be able to shine, shine that same light within their lives and within the people within their community that surround them and then we just have this ripple effect where we're then kind of um casting this huge you know beam of um of light of kindness of acceptance of um power of strength of um this i'm trying to think of the word like it's like it's literally like um our auric field expands and then we all then help others or their fields expand and then we're able to tap into that collective that we're all initially connected to in the first place to be quite honest like we are all connected into this higher consciousness and we're just a drop of it and so when we tap in when we drop back into that larger ocean but then we can give others permission to do the same too and i i know that another benefit that i've received from this is having conversations with people in such a true and honest way to be able to look people in their eye to really see them you know to see who they are deep down to see their insecurities to see um, also the, their strengths, their, their gifts, and to be able to hold space for all of that from a non-judgmental place was only possible when I was able to do that with myself. Like I could never be able to hold space for others if I wasn't able to hold space for myself. I can never look at others' faults with a place of compassion and kindness if I wasn't able to look at my own faults from a place of compassion and kindness. I wouldn't be able to encourage and inspire others to be able to own their truth if I wasn't able to own my truth and to be able to also communicate from that space you know we all we can all lift each other up and you know in this world of goddesses like to be able to see the goddess and God and others and to be able to hold and to light that up to spark it to blow onto that flame to help it get brighter is I think the biggest gift that I could ever offer someone else and that when I receive that from others it is like a breath of fresh air and is so reassuring and reminds me that I'm not alone in the pursuit of this higher state of really being able to live in my fullness and in my soul space to be able to honor presence and the recognizing the importance of presence within my life um, and to kind of get out of my head and I think that authenticity comes along with that like when we're able to like just be ourselves we're not worried about all the other bullshit that comes along with it we're not worried about like what are they going to think about me like if i say this what's going to be their response if i do this like what are they how are they going to view me afterwards and trust me i i just own my shit i'm like this is this is who i am so like however you want to respond to this and if you want to judge me then fuck it i guess you're gonna judge me because i don't care i do care and i try i try not to care but i deep down it sometimes will hurt if people then look at me and they give me a side eye or they like roll their eyes at me or they're like, oh, you know, or they don't like me or they're like, oh, she's not my cup of tea. You know, like I, the people pleaser in me has taken some time to be able to take that with stride. It has taken some time to be able to be there. But over the years, I also recognize that I sink up deeper and more strongly with the people that are my people, the people that make me laugh, that have the same sense of humor as me, that, um, that we can be a little dark and like out of control sometimes, but like that's all good. And that we can hold space for each other where we can be silly, where we can be ourselves. And, um, if we're just kind of being able to expand on that and then the, just like be our, trueness you know like i don't know how many other ways to say it because 
I think that there's ultimately, you know, when you feel it, you know, you're when you're in the presence of it, you know, you're when you're in the community around you that's aligned with that. And there's nothing like it. It's like my favorite thing in life. And, um, you know, I've uh, had recent friendships developed within the last couple of years. And as I've leaned more into my power to be able to have other people that continuously inspire me, um, my friend Bianca is like such a powerhouse. She is so sassy and I love her to the end and back. And she is, but she is, she is a force. And I, but I also recognize I'm a force. And why am I not owning my own strength? Why am I not owning my own resiliency and the presence that I hold and the magnetism that I hold? Why am I playing small? Stop fucking playing small. Get big, get bigger, like full, fill out, like let yourself be seen. And ultimately it comes back to allowing yourself to be seen. Are you allowing the people within your life to see you for who you really are or an image of how you think that you should be or an image of how they've responded well so far? So you want to stay within that picture that you've created within your life. And um, if that's following the trends, syncing up with those, or maybe it's um, you know, saying the right words or wearing the right clothing or being interested in the same topics or even having the same political beliefs. Like all of those things are kind of these like ways for us to kind of grasp at this idea that if I do everything right, I'll be liked. And ultimately it comes down to this fear to be like, to be an outcast, to not be accepted, to not be liked, like to be ostracized is literally a human's worst fear. It's primal because if we're not a part of the collective, if we're not collaborating with others, then there's a possibility that we won't survive. Like that's what it comes down to. You think about like, you know, in ancient times, you had to be a part of the bigger group in order to be able to um, live and not be eaten by something, you know, like it's very primal within us. And so the fear is very real. But at this time, I think that to honor your individuality, to be able to step into your uniqueness is actually what we're really being called to do at this time, to be able to feel like to kind of push away the things that are like, oh, I'm just doing this because everyone else is like, why don't we kind of perk up a little bit and look around and like, well, like, what do I want to do? And like, I know everyone else is doing this. I'm not going to like boot like poo poo this, but like, what's, what am I getting drawn to? What's my heart guiding me to? Where's my heart pulling me and leading me? And like, how can then I contribute that to the collective? How can I use those strengths to be able to give back to my community and the people that surround me that I love? And that that is actually what makes us all stronger because I'm able to honor what I have to give. And um, I think that the only way you're able to do that is if you have, like, if you know who you are, and then you also then have the confidence to be able to portray it and share it with the world around you. And that's, again, that doesn't mean that everyone's going to understand it. And so I think there's been plenty of times within my life where I have struggled and also been outcast because of my beliefs or how I feel or the way that I wanted my opinions about something. And um, it has not contrary to popular belief, like there's a lot of people that don't like me or I'm not their cup of tea and I'm okay with that. Like, I, you know, I don't want to make enemies by any means. That's the opposite of what I want to do. But I also recognize that if you don't love me or you don't like me, like that's okay. And that doesn't change how I view myself. And I think that that's ultimately what it comes down to and what's the most important thing that you can <coughs> possibly 
honor and cherish is that how other people view you does not have to change how you view yourself. Excuse me, I have like this little tick in my throat that has not gone away for weeks, but definitely got it from Bella. I remember when I was going through, um, I was in a yoga class and we were like burning off like things. So we had like written little things on notes and put them into a flame. And, um, which I actually tried to do years later and like started a whole fire, which is a whole thing. Thank God Leah, the owner was like nice and kind to me afterwards. I was terrified. But, um, the thing I was burning off was to give, stop giving a fuck about what people think about me. So as you can imagine, this was very much something I struggled with. My thing blew up. I like the fire flame, the spark, and it went out. And I was just like, okay, well, obviously there's a lot of energy surrounding that little guy. And it didn't actually even burn. <laughs> so I was like, and I guess I'm not ready to really let go of that. And um, there, and I think, as I mentioned before, when I was going through my divorce and I was going through all this trouble, I was so scared of how people were going to view my relationship, me, all of these things that I wasn't willing to share kind of what I was going through in college when I was struggling with depression and I was having major depressive episodes and I was literally like losing my goddamn mind. I didn't want to tell anybody. I was so scared of how people were going to see me and judge me. You know, there was so much fear around it because I felt like I needed to always have it together. I felt like I always needed to have the answers that I needed to be able to have a plan and action that I needed to stay productive, to stay successful, to stay, um, this like picture perfect view of my life and what I was creating because I felt like if I wasn't that, then what was I? And once I recognized that who I am is just me and that is all of those things, I can be, you know, artistic and, you know, and be intentional about the design and aesthetic of my surroundings of hosting a party or on my social media. But at the same time, there's moments where like I'm in fucking sweats, chilling, like doing like, I rarely don't do anything, and that's something I'm working on, but, like, that I can be, like, kind of messy and, like, just go to the beach and, like, or I just want to be silly and laugh uncontrollably and be completely out of sorts, or there's times where I want to drink champagne and, like, not worry about anything and just, like, chill and, like, laugh about dumb shit or about, like, or just, like, random, like, be sassy and, like, be a little, like, a brat, you know? Like, some days I just have my moods. I, I have all of the moods. Trust me, if you're around me, you probably see little bits and pieces of all of them. There's other days where I don't want to talk to anyone, and I literally want to be in isolation. <laughs> I just want to, like, be alone and, like, literally have, like, no music and everything is very still. Like, I am a walking like oxymoron in all the ways. And I've said this before, I'll say it again. And that is just the truth of who I am. And that's because I honor myself and what I need in that moment. I recognize that I'm not always energetic. I'm not always outgoing. I also am not always um, shy. I'm not always like quiet. I'm not always um, perfectly articulate. Some days I mumble over my, some days I literally mumble half the sentences that come out of my mouth. And a few of my friends will definitely affirm that. Um, some days I like, I get awkward and I just can't, nothing can actually even formulate out of my mouth. Sometimes I get really nervous before I do so. Like sometimes I like, I just, I recognize that all of that makes me who I am and that's okay. 
And that's just what I want to emphasize within this is like when you fully accept yourself in the fullness of who you are and all the holistic format of like recognizing your light, the beam of light that you are, that you naturally are and that you exude into this world, but also see the dark feminine energy, the darkness within you as well, to be able to recognize that sometimes you want to be hypersexual while other days like and, and I think specifically with women, okay, don't yell at me, but I just saw the Barbie movie recently. And one of the things that I loved about it was that they really were like the contradictory, like expectations of women is out of fucking control. It's insane. And so women are supposed to be the virgin, but then they're also supposed to be very sexual. We're supposed to be these um, mothers, but then we're also supposed to be independent and career women. We're supposed to be, um, we're supposed to be, calm and centered, but then and not get too emotional because that means that we are bitchy and that we're rude. But then also we need to be passionate. We need to stand up for ourselves, but then also don't not too assertive, just in the right amount of assertiveness. We have to keep a smile on our face. We have to be pleasant to be around, but then also we need to be able to set boundaries and be firm within those boundaries because otherwise they'll be taken advantage of and then it'll be our fault. Like there's so much BS that comes around being a woman that sometimes I even forget how much these are ingrained within how I've viewed myself and the box that even of subconsciously I've kept myself in. So like many different layers to this that are out of my control that have been placed on me generationally through, you know, family trauma, through family programming, through lessons that I've learned, cultural things that I've learned from my family, but then also within my friend groups, within the larger collective of the United States, of the world, of social media, all of these things are influencing us if we want to admit it or not. So the moment that you recognize that this is all influencing you and you can take a step back to be able to recognize what's you and what's the outside. So as you develop this relationship with yourself, it's inevitable that you're going to be able to then um, really then recognize what's getting influenced within you, what is affecting you, how you're showing up, and to be able to hopefully sync back with yourself. And I think that that's the power of authenticity in its fullest form, is that you're able to be able to recognize what's an outside force and what's really truly your desire. Where, what, how do I want to respond to this? Not what do they want me to say, what should I say, what have I been taught to say, but how do I want to respond? Um, you know, I know I should probably spend time with this person, but do I really want to? Do I feel obligated to? Like, do I feel rejuvenated after spending time with them? Asking yourself those real questions can help distinguish between what you're doing out of obligation or what you feel like you should do, the shoulds or coulds, or um, like instead of like what you actually want to do. And once I stopped doing the things I should do and just really started to honor my truth and what I wanted to do, then I naturally started getting pulled in different directions. And then I was able to spend time with people that really mattered to me, that filled me up, that filled up my cup that I supported, that supported me. Then I was able to then have time to do my passion projects and the things that really light me up that I feel like I'm helping and contributing to the world at a larger scale. Um, I was able to show up for clients like all these things like efficiency within our time and energy which is one of the most valuable resources on this earth is so key in understanding how to be able to actually show up 
in the fullness of what we are, but from a passionate and inspired space and to be able to light up those people around us because we then naturally um, feel it within ourselves. And there's so much beauty in that. There's so much connectedness that gets established from that. And again, then we're gearing ourselves towards the things that light up our worlds. And then we're able to share those passions with the other people that feel the exact same way about those particular topics and activities. And once we then start making time for those and prioritizing those within our lives, everything comes to be more in flow. We're able to sync up with our truest desires. We're able to speak from a more authentic place because we're not running the a list in our head of like, okay, I have to say this or I need to be this or I have to do these things in order to feel accepted and loved. You are loved and accepted for who you are innately. You don't have to be anyone else. And that is one of the biggest lessons I've learned within this last couple of weeks, to be honest, is like I'm enough exactly as I am today and I'm loved for exactly who I am today. And I don't need to be anything else. And all I need to do is be proud and to be able to be humble at the same time of who I am and the community and the life that I'm creating. Because that is truly my um, essence is what's been gearing me this last couple years. Um, you know, honestly, I went through my spiritual awakening when I was like 24, 25. So it's been the last 10 years I've really been on this journey. Um, and it's been an evolution though. There was times where I was on this incredible high and I just like found it and I recognized the power of my thoughts and all these things were coming together. But life throws you challenges. It gave me tests to be able to help me grow. And then through that, I've been able to evolve. I've been able to get stronger and more determined into who I am, more rooted into who I truly am without having to attach to the people around me to feel more secure. And I think that that was kind of my crutch for a really long time. I have these other people that, that reassure me, that make remind me that I'm enough, that validate me because I would struggle in validating myself. And if I have this confirmation from the outside world, then it's all good, right? Well, no, ultimately what I needed to do most and what I am you know, striving to do now is to confirm it within myself, to feel aligned with that internally. And no matter what else is going on around me, I hold true to that. And that's difficult for me. I can be swayed. I can be swayed, especially people I trust. I can be swayed by them. And so to be able to pull back, to be able to own whatever my unique perspective is, to be able to share that um, from a place of understanding and wanting to collaborate, but also recognizing the value of what I have to offer. And um, that's ultimately, you know, how we create these superpowers, how we create these areas of our life and the dharmas that we can live and the true purpose and how we live it is by recognizing what we're being drawn to, what lights us up, and then how can we then serve and give back because of those um, gifts that we were um, given at birth. At least that's what I believe. So. That was a long little explanation there, but I appreciate you listening and I would love to hear your input on this and how you, you know, choose to show up authentically, maybe some struggles in the pursuit of showing up authentically and also maybe as you've gone through your own personal journey, how that's shown up for you and the benefits that you've received from it as well, because I think that that's kind of that light at the end of the tunnel for those that are struggling with it. But I also want to bring light to the fact that it's not all pe like peaches and cream. It's not all easy. It's definitely going to have some challenging moments. You're going to lose people. You're going to gain new people. You're going to really have to evaluate your life and who you are. And that's not 
easy work. Like that shit is difficult and you have to see yourself in every facet of your life and be really honest and that also changes over time too. So it's like it's never a one size fits all. So beautiful thoughts, would love to hear them, bring them in, share them with me. Um, if you um, haven't followed me already, follow me on Instagram at Ferrachino, F-E-R-R-A-H, um, C-H-I-N-O. I have daily stories, inspirations, my personal, um, you know, journey and what I'm going through in real time. And then I also um, share upcoming events and different things that I'm hosting. I have a workshop at the end of February um, down in Washugal near Vancouver, Washington. Um, if you're in it, we're going to be talking about the niyamas and yamas and the ethical principles that support um, the eight limbs of yoga and how we can then honor those as we show up for ourselves and for those around us. Um, would love to see you there. And um, if, yeah, if you want to work with me as a coaching client, um, I am also taking coaching clients um, within um, my schedule and go to coachingwithfair.com in order to find out more information on that. I love you. Thank you again for being here, listening, sharing space with me. And um, I hope you know how valuable you are within this world. And I hope that you tap into your, um, the well of love, of your essence, of your soul, and allow it to be seen by the world around you. And I know you probably have a few people that already do, but seeing that on an ongoing basis is a really incredible gift that you have to offer this world. And you don't have to do anything else other than to just be yourself. And that's a gift all in its own. So. See you later. Namaste.